Productions. Welcome to the Train Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we teach, reach, associate, isolate, nourish, and thrive. Where everything is positive, and we most definitely don't commend the negative. Welcome to the Train Podcast. Yo, 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 welcome back, welcome back, man. 31 days, 31 straight, man. That's all we doing it in March. Um consistency we talked about that um we talked about the next generation um we talked about father um we talked about just overall just just doing what the fuck you love pretty much um but i felt like it was very important man to bring my guy back um you you all know him um i know him i want everybody else to get to know him um big blake blake fontana <laughs> Appreciate you having me back on, man. It's good to be back. It's You're been right. too long. Man, too long, man, too long. Good hiatus, man. What you been up to? Same old, same old, man. Just working away, growing, grinding. Straight. Having fun doing it. Hell yeah. Hell Living yeah. life. Man, uh, I don't want to put your business out there, but my man's uh, is about to be a man-man soon. You about to get uh, <laughs> you about to get murdered. About, yeah, about to. About to officially put the ring on the finger, even though it's already on. I feel, like, I feel like we're already married now, but honestly, since COVID with us delaying our wedding, it's been a long engagement. So looking forward to officially getting married. I'm excited for y'all, man. For real, for real. Can't, wait, you, can't wait for that night. Cut your heads, talk some shit. We're going to have a lot of fun. Watch you do your thing the next day. Hell yeah. But, man, when we got together, man, we usually, man, just like to go off the top of the dome, man, with things. Um, We figured the last show we did together, man, was kind of fluent, very fluent, actually. And uh, we just figured, man, we put some questions together, man. Ask each other, man, what's going on. Um, catch up. Um, and we'll, we'll take it from there, man. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. Go ahead, Blake. All right, we'll kick things off here. We got four questions for you to, in conversation today. First one for today will be, how how old would you be if you didn't know your age? Ooh. Ooh. See, when I first wake up, I feel 56. <laughs> right. Just from like 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Yeah, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. feel 56. So I'm just trying to wake up. But, I mean, it really just depends on the day, man, what I got going on. Um, But mentally, um, I've always been an old head. Um, I really never could escape that. I don't know um, why it's always been like that, but I've always been attracted to the older crowd. I've always hung around the older crowd. So I guess in return, that kind of, um, pushed uh, my mindset a little bit further um, along in as far as like living process uh, if I had this, had like the, the know-how and uh, knew some of the things that I know now at a younger age I'd probably be a lot more advanced probably um, but I think overall I feel like an old head because there was one time I was comfortable you know and I had to get out of that, that mindset you know I had to go back and revert and let myself know I'll, I'm only 31, you know? Meaning you were comfortable with, like, your current age, basically. Yeah, I will. I was I was comfortable with settling, I guess you could say. I was very comfortable with settling. I was just, just having the house, the car, the dog, the two jobs, 
you know, I was just, I was cool with that at one point. But then I think one day I just had to honestly wake up and realize I wanted more for myself, you know. What age, what, what age? Before so, you jump to me, if you had to put a number on it, what age did you say? Complete age? Ah, uh, how old am I? So I'm 31 right now. I'll probably give it a good 46. <laughs> I'm 46 right now. I'm, 40, I'm 46. I'm an old head. Because I'm lame as shit, and I don't mind it. <laughs> so <laughs> well, the same exact way. Yeah. How, how old you? Okay, so the question is, if you didn't know your age, how old would you think you were? If I had to put a number on it straight away, if I didn't know, I'd probably say 30. Really? 32. Because you're only, what? 25. Yeah, you're still a young boy. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. I don't want to put myself, like, feeling too old. I still feel pretty young and agile, I guess, for a 25-year-old. But um, <laughs> if we're talking, like, wiseness, I feel like there's still a lot for me to learn. But I feel like much like you, I've always kind of been, like you said, like an old head, where I was always hanging around typically older people, around my parents, around their business, around coworkers, um, around other people um, that were usually older. And I always, like, especially beyond college years, I started to settle down, like you said, and start to realize, like, I don't want to just be the average person and right. have the average life. Uh, I want more than that. Straight. And I feel like that's when I started to rather make rather than make decisions just to make others happy, started to make decisions to make more so make myself happy and kind of more focused on growing my age, I guess, or, or knowledge itself. What, um, uh, what age did you say really just you felt like it started clicking for you? Or what age did you feel like you started thinking about your future as a as a whole? I feel like I went into college kind of coasting in a sense, not coasting my freshman year. I feel like I was like, you know what, going to college freshman year, if I just go through this, like life's going to be good. Like you said, average life, have two cars, kids, house that I like, good life. But I feel like at, the, at that point, I kind of started to, basically I got, got into some trouble my freshman year, did some shit I didn't, shouldn't have done, but it woke me up and I'm super grateful for it. And I think that's when I really started to flip into more of like, I wouldn't say serious mode, but like, Hey, it's time to start thinking more about what's to come in the future. Right. Um, and I feel like it was at that time where I started to say no to going out to the bars with friends more often or doing other things that I used to do all the time just to give myself more time to put towards developing myself, personal development. I think that's what makes me feel older than what I am now. Okay. Okay. I'll confess to you. Well, at 30, I, this is true testament. Because I'm 31 um, It starts to click Things Things start to really um, Your vision Your vision is a lot more clear I'll say that Honestly I should have rephrased that too In terms of clicking I feel like the decision came At that younger age in college But things didn't start to Even remotely click for me I feel like until uh, Within the last year and a half Two years Until recently um, And kind of before that I was just working to make things click, trying a bunch of new things, learning, growing. Right. But even then, I still feel like if I was actually 30 now, it would hopefully, like when I'm at your age, things will feel like they're clicking even more than what they do now, See. which I don't know that feeling yet. Well, what I try to say is, man, like the even for like the one, so I'm like, I got you by pretty much six years. Like, <clears throat> you know, you know a lot of things that I don't, you know what I'm saying? And I might know things that you don't. But at the same time, for you to be younger than me, it's my job to push you along and make sure you get it and understand it before 
I did at the age. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So that's that would be our job, and then that would that would fall along on you. You know what I'm saying? The next person that comes along, it might be somebody in your family, it might be somebody that might be close to the family or something like that. But you got to push them along. It's all about the next to me. You know. I think that's key too, because like at the end of the day, anybody can have a young person could have more knowledge than a 25 or 30 year old. But at the same time, like you to me, like we're talking here, you can't. I know I can't take away experiences that you've had in life that I've never seen just from not being in on this world long enough. Yeah, same as you. More things. Yeah. And for that, like you mentioned, you can look out for me in that way from what you've experienced that I haven't. See, two different worlds, though. You know what I'm saying? Two different worlds. We can learn from each other. That's what I always say. 100. percent You know what I'm saying? What uh? So thirty though. I could probably go more, honestly. You older than me. Do you, I feel like you older than that? <laughs> All my friends always tell that. me I'm like an old dude that just hangs out and doesn't doesn't go out and do much. I mean, you got an old soul though. I do I definitely have an feel old like, soul. I feel like that's most definitely why we click. Most definitely why we click. In uh, in all this, man, in your entrepreneurship, uh, what would you say, man? What has your passion developed developed an obsession for? I would say if I had to put it in one word, growth. Mm. 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 Hold on, time out. <laughs> time out, time out. <laughs> Why growth? Kind of a, I'm not really a cliche thing. You probably, for those of you that listen to like guys like Gary Vee and podcasts from him, like falling in love with the journey. I think that's really what it's all about. I think that's when you can really enjoy things in new ways. Right. I think that was the biggest thing for me. Like, at first, I was always trying to figure out what that next move was, and I wanted it to come to life right away. And then I started to realize it didn't need to come to life overnight, and that I needed to more so have that belief in myself, that confidence, um, and more so focus on what was going to come in the future if I showed up consistently. And it honestly kind of becomes a game in a sense. Like To me, it's cool starting at zero and seeing yourself go to wherever you go from that point years later and looking back on that growth that you made to get there. Um, I think that makes the journey a lot more enjoyable, a lot more fulfilling, and just a good time as a whole. Right. When it uh, comes to your obsession, what uh, what are some of the biggest things you learned from your past, though? Biggest thing I learned from my past around my obsession of, of growth? I would say I – actually, that's a really good question. I would say I achieved the most growth when I did not the least, but when I focused on the least. Say that again. So I would say, like, early on when I was really trying to, like like we mentioned, trying to figure it out, trying to grow, I was trying to do too much to make something happen right away that I wanted because of instant gratification. We're so used to that in today's world. We want something overnight. Yep. And I think once I disconnected from that, focused more on, like, the obsession I have and the joy I have of actually growing what you're doing, um, and that can go for all areas of life, your business, health, whatever it may be. I think the core point I'm trying to make here is like consistency for me, like with that obsession of growth, consistency is probably the biggest thing I've seen is like what I've learned from that itself and how important that is. Um, And I think you have to find a balance between consistently trying new things while also staying consistent with the few things that are working as you're trying those new things itself. Like you have to be willing to go outside your comfort zone, try new things to make that growth happen. But at the same time, we can't try to put too much on our plate at once. I think we have to give everything a, a solid chance in what we do. Um, and really create awareness around if it's supporting that obsession of ours for me with growth, Um, seeing if what those things I was doing over a period of time consistently, if they were supporting growth as a whole. Right. Hell yeah. 
So for you, ma'am, what what would you say your obsession is? Um, and I won't. I, I probably won't come from an obsession point because we honestly probably got the same obsessions. But from a, I come from a fear or afraid standpoint, man. But um, I fear for settling or getting comfortable. I don't. I don't want that for myself. I want to make myself. I fear not making myself happy enough. You know what I'm saying? Like every day there's something I could be doing, you know, to make myself better. And a lot of people get get a lot of a lot of the people that's that's around me, that's that's that stay around me, they know like I press every day I press like harder, 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 harder. And they tell me, You need your rest, man. You need your time. And that shit just don't resonate with me. Like <laughs> some reason, like I I don't listen to that. Like I no, because if I don't get this done, then what? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the night, I won't be happy if I'm if this shit isn't done. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can honestly relate to that so much. Yeah, I feel like, like I always had the motto like as soon as I got done with college, like over these next this span of what I'm living through now, these next eight years till I'm close to thirty is the time to be like. Or even just into early 30s, the time to be head down, just, like, focus, yeah. doing, getting shit done, like you mentioned. Straight. Some people don't get that, though. No. And that's where, like, they want you to, obviously, they're worried about your health. Some are, but at the same time, I think we're both aware of that. We yeah. take care of ourselves. Facts. But we know we got to show up for it. We got to, though. You know, so if if we don't do it, who, won't, who will? Yeah. You know? And it's just, it's, <clears throat> my fear is, it's just more of not, not failure, but just not trying you know if i if if i don't try man then i I, i'll never know and i'm sure a lot of people go through that you know but i want people to just clean going man to just you know pushing all their chips in man just going for it i'm saying that especially while you young you know i'm saying it's you get around my age you still bullshitting you you (laughs) you at so well you know i'm saying like by 30 30, 35, 40, if you don't have a real plan for yourself, man, you you might be asked out, you know, especially in this society these days. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my, my obsession is most definitely getting to it on a day-to-day basis. Like, I don't mind that. That's not even an obsession. That's just how I live. You know, and we'll, and we'll speak on that in a second. But it's it's I've programmed myself, man, to just wake up every day and have it, you know? Honestly, we're so much alike in those ways. I think the cool thing behind what you said, too, is, like, very similar in terms of our core values and maybe others out there listening as well. But also, I think it's important for others to see, like, we're both motivated in a sense by different things. Like, you're motivated more out of, like, the fear of what could go a certain way or what you want to stay away from. Mm -hmm. For me, it's more, like, controlling what's in the future and the growth. I think everybody has a different motivating driver, and I think as long when you can tap into that, you can really happen yourself yeah yeah if it's gonna go wrong i'd rather see that go wrong than nothing you know but like i said uh yesterday <clears throat> i prepare myself to win i don't expect to win but i prepare myself to win and when you're prepared man you don't fear shit you know you get out there and you do what you got to do man in order to win the game and i think when you have the mentality like you mentioned too of consistently showing up and always showing up like no matter what goes wrong, you're always going to go back to going right because you're always showing up and getting out of whatever is that you're experiencing. Like, there's going to be bad days, there's going to be hard days, but Hell yeah. there's always going to be a better end coming out of that as you 
continue to show up. You just hit like a big ass, um, not to get us off subject, but you just hit a big ass, uh, not a landmark, but yeah, I would say a landmark with your business. Correct. I did, man. Go ahead. Tell everybody what you did, man. Yeah. So I just in growing my online business over these last two years now, basically like went from being at zero for like, honestly, four years doing it on the side and to really achieving some, some big growth in a short period of time, taking my business past a hundred K in revenue, which was awesome. So it was, I think that's just a testament for like the fact that for four years before that, nothing was going the way that I wanted to. I didn't have things figured out. I didn't know if it would work out, but I knew that I had to continue to show up for myself and for what I believed that I could make happen. Mm-hmm. And through that consistency, you learn along ooh, the way, you go ooh, through the hard stuff, that and word. things start to actually come to life. And I think that's it's really just the, the power of compounding and consistently showing up. Over time, you're guaranteed to always grow and progress to get better and better and better to the point where you eventually hit that tipping point. Congratulations, man. For real, for real. Proud of you, man. For real. Appreciate you, man. For real really shit. appreciate you. But like, it, like I said, man, you have a high volume of consistency, man. Things are going to open, open for you, man, like you've never thought. You know what I'm saying? Like the doors, <clears throat> the doors that you set out to open, they're fucking open. You know what I'm saying? And that's because you manifested that shit, and that's what you wanted, and you set out to get them on a day-to-day basis. You made that happen. You know what I'm saying? And for me to you, bro, I'm proud of that shit. For real. I appreciate it, man. So, I think it's, that's the key. Like, honestly, it all comes back to what you were mentioning as a whole, though. Like, you just got to know within yourself what you're capable of. And you got to know it's your time will come. Like, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. You just As long as you're consistently showing up, everything will be all right. Everything's yeah. going to keep moving. See, I tell everybody, know thy caliber. Know your caliber. If you, if you know you're a five-star, you move like you're a five-star. You don't, you don't worry about things. You just get things done. You know what I'm saying? At a high level, yes. But you don't you don't worry about the cameras and things like that, man. You just, you're just working, you know? Let's, let's get into the next, the next question. Next question up. I'll ask you this time. Let's take it off. What's a belief that you hold on to that many people disagree with? Ooh. We for damn sure said we weren't going to do that one, but I'm ready for it anyway. Um, man, so one of them, and I kind of want to make this a show now. I want to make a, I want to make a show around that topic. We should do that. So we'll, we'll do that for sure. But to answer that question for like something small, um, man, so family and business, right? (laughs) Don't mix it all. (laughs) It's like, uh. It's like a whirlwind. So, like, one thing, man, I stopped doing, man, I stopped doing feelings. I stopped doing business with feelings. Like, I had to really let let feelings go when it came to business. So, I, I felt bad, but it's something I believe in. You can't do business with feelings. You know, if you don't, <clears throat> if you don't learn how to separate the two, you'll always get, get fucked at the end of the day. And I don't mean to make it sound so harsh. But if you don't know how to separate, you know what I'm saying, what you got going on as a professional, as a entrepreneur, or as a business person, or or uh, whatever career you got going on, if you don't take yourself serious, nobody else will. And that's that's where I had to draw the line at, my feelings, and others. I had to stop taking others' feelings into consideration as well. Listen to others, but you saw, when it comes to business, you have to do what's, what's best for you. You know, because you're the one that's putting it out on out on the line, especially when 
you're making it happen. So essentially, not like more than anything, not worried about the opinions, like not letting the opinions of others determine what you do. In a way, yeah. In a way, yeah. But when it comes when it comes to your family, man, like they they press you, you know. And like I get it, <clears throat> but everybody around you has, like we said, we everybody has to understand your growth. You know what I'm saying? In order in order for you to be great, the people around you have to understand what you're trying to achieve. You know, and, and with that, man, people's feelings are going to get hurt, you know, and I've I've had to really bite that bullet, man, and just say, this is just for now. When I when I get through this stage, man, I'll, I'll figure it out. But for right now, man, I need to I need to get this ball rolling. You know, it's like a, a snowball going downhill. It starts small. But if you get that motherfucker going, you get enough velocity behind it, you get enough enough traction. A snowball would be, you know, big enough by the end of that hill. Keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, real shit. So for you, like, with realizing that belief now, like, for you, like, looking back, at what point when you said you kind of had to, to bite the bullet um, and start to realize to not think, like, emotionally with business and start to make decisions out of, like, what you wanted to do and what you saw, when did you start to realize that? Did you learn, like, at a certain point in life, like, man, I need to flip and start thinking this way? Or do you feel like you were always that way? So that's that's a good question, because today is actually my birthday. So I had a lot of time, man, over this last weekend to re- kind of reflect on thirty one for myself. And uh, that's when I really learned thirty one was the was the tester, man. Because I put out a tweet, man, a few months ago, that said, man, everything I do is a test, you know. And I <clears throat> I might just give you, man, a box of candy just to see what you're going to do with it. You know, it ain't for me. It ain't for anybody. But I might just give you a box of candy just to see what you're going to do with it. Test test what kind of person you are. You're going to share it or you're just going to eat it all. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. But just that 31, man, I had to see, man, what, what kind of people were around me. Um, I had to cut off a lot of access. I had to end some, I had to end a lot of different uh, friendships. You know what I'm saying? The people that really had no good interest for me, um, that really had no true support for me, that didn't show me any real true love type deal, um, I had to cut that off. And I don't feel bad for that at all because, once again, <clears throat> I cut off my feelings as far as business. Um, now I would say I'm strictly in a business mindset. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a Jay-Z fan, but when he said I'm not a businessman, I'm, no, I'm a business man, you know what I'm saying? I felt that. That was... That was real. I have to move. If I want to, if I want the respect that I feel like I deserve, I have to move like that. You know, so I, like I said, I cut off the feelings. You know, and as bad as that might sound, a lot of people don't understand, man, that this small sector that we're in, this small bubble that we're in, life is bigger than that. You know, and that's all I've ever tried to explain that people just need to explore more so they can start to under, understand the world around them. You know what I'm saying? Don't get, don't get stuck with the, with the shit that's just around you. You know, you can't grow from that. All right. That's the key and everything that you said, you got to like give yourself a rain check. And like you mentioned, you came to that realization when you started to ask yourself those questions, are people around me supporting me? And I think that's, that's the key to it all. I think it's just doing that regularly, creating awareness around it. So, yeah. you know that you're not holding yourself back without even maybe realizing it. The, the, <clears throat> actual, the actual first question I asked myself was, are, do they take me serious? 
you know, and when I felt like they weren't taking me serious, that's when things started to change for me. Like, all right, well, let's let's start to remove some of these people by changing changing the algorithm, changing some prices things. Let's let's get rid of the bad apples, the people that's just taking up space. And once, the energy. Yeah, once and once you do that, that clears more space for the people that do want to deal with you and do want to support you. You know? So like that that go all goes into access. You know, this that question could go so many different ways. So many different ways. But yeah, thirty one, thirty one taught me a lot. But that was one of the biggest things. You know, and I, I appreciate that that lesson that I learned. Came with a lot of losses, but once again I'm replacing my my losses with lessons. I love that. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question. This is a big one. Oh. Next question or final question of the show today is what's the difference between living and existing? Mm. What um what's the Wikipedia definition for living? <laughs> so Dixon de- definition for living is an income sufficient to live on or the means of earning it. Okay. Okay. And existing means in existence or operation at the time under consideration. Current. Um <laughs> the little the little uh description that they got. It's an adjective, by the way. Um <laughs> opponents of the existing political system, I guess. But uh what would be your true definition of living? What well, what's Blake's true definition of living? Actually, before I get into mine, to the second part definition of living is the pursuit of lifestyle of, of a specific type, okay. um, which maybe makes a little bit more sense for those listening with that because that first definition wasn't super clear. But to me, the difference between living and ob- existing really comes down to, I think, re- the obsession that I mentioned earlier, and that's growth. I think when living to me is when you're growing, when you're striving for better, when you're showing up every single day and, and working to improve yourself and becoming be- better that's when you're really living mm-hmm. and when you're just kind of showing up and going through the motions just because maybe you have to, or just because it's the way you think you need to, that's the way it should be. Um, and you're not really doing anything to better yourself or get out of the lane that you're in. I think that's existing. Straight. So, you know, like in those high school movies back in the day, like the girl would be in love with this boy and she'd be like, uh, he doesn't even know I exist. Some shit like that. <laughs> Corny shit. But, that's that's how I feel like when I hear that question put into um context. Like you just said, when you're just existing, you're just getting by. You know what I'm saying pretty much. But when you're living, that's how people define how good you're doing. Oh, they say that boy living. You know. To me that's that's a great feeling. When you say, Oh man, I'm living, chilling. How you feeling? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Through that, I feel like it's not only a mindset, but a lifestyle. And it's really just not being satisfied with where you're currently at versus to me, like existing, like if you're not growing, you're dying to me not or you're just existing. And that's no, that's not a way to live life. Not at all. The, uh, a big movie that stands out to me is Troy, right? And um, Achilles strictly went to the battle, man, because he wanted people to know that he was a great battle, battle god or the greatest warrior of all time and he knew if he went to this this battle or this war 
people would always know of his name, right? That's what living is. Living is doing doing the absolute most, man. So you're putting the stamp on your legacy. If you're if you're trying to live, if you're trying to, you know, be well in this in this life, you're gonna have to do things, man, that's that's gonna be unheard of, man, in order for you to get those things. A lot of people define sex success differently. You know what I'm saying? And I always want people to define their success differently. I don't want everybody to have the same uh algorithm or the same <clears throat> the same end goals in life. Everybody should want different. I think same goes for living too. Yeah, straight up. Everybody is it's gonna be living is different for everyone. Um some people like you in the example you just named, like not only did he want to make impact on those people, but he wanted to be known for it. Maybe somebody out there listening doesn't want to be Achilles, a big name. Yeah. yeah, but they don't want to be Achilles known for it, but they want to be happy with what they're doing and still making an impact. And I think that's okay too. I think the key is just making sure that you're not just existing. Yeah, for real, for real. Like like I said, existing is just getting by. And to some people, that's enough. I used I used to feel I used to feel like that at 25, by the way. And so, like when I tell you, like you being 25 and you having that hunger that you do, I love to see it because at 25 I didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? At 25, I was just existing. You know what I'm saying? I just had the, I was just comfortable. I was cool with the things I had. I was cool with the TNT games and the ESPN games, Thursday and Saturday nights, and just being able to just just chill and have my weekends off. But what kind of, what kind of life is that? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not questioning anybody's decisions, but for myself, that's not enough. I think a lot of it can come from, too, like even at that point for you, like you don't, if you don't know what the other side is, like it's all you, if that's all you knew, that's all you knew. Mm -hmm. So I think until you start to like ask, ask yourself those questions that we talked about in the previous ones here, like that's when you can really start to be aware of it. Many people out there, like they may feel like what I'm doing now is living, but maybe it's just all they ever knew and they don't know what else could be even more fulfilling for them aside from that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't know. Cause back in the day, man, well, especially in the in this age that we live in, but the technology age, all the information that that I got now was out there long before I even started this, you know. So I feel like that was, at that time, it was a choice that I had to make, and I just kept making all the wrong choices, you know, because I was cool with just existing, you know. Granted, you're right. I didn't at that time. I didn't know what L.A. was truly like. I didn't see how much Phoenix had grew. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I wasn't going. I was just going to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And just experiencing that. And just and just chasing pretty much. Not not a living. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, <laughs> they gave the uh, the uh, sentence of living. Uh, Martha had a hard time making a living. Right? Or whatever it was. She was dancing or something like that. But when you chase when you chasing your dreams, man, and you doing what you need to do, it's not gonna be hard trying to make a living for yourself. You know, you when you got when you got your your priorities straight, your morals down, um, you're coded, um, you you your your respect level is high for yourself and others, you're gonna get somewhere in life. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get you're gonna get some rooms and you're gonna get some opportunities that you didn't expect. So that's how I feel about living. You'll meet some people you didn't expect to. Yeah, a lot sure. of a lot of opportunities come about. I'm thinking that. 
in that mindset. For sure it does. For sure it does. You got anything you else would want to add to that? I think even kind of what you mentioned there at the end too with like, I guess with what I was challenging the last part of this question for you, like maybe when you were in that mode where you were doing the nine to five, having the weekends off, living that normal life and existing and being okay with it. For you, you didn't have that business yet. Maybe at that time, like it didn't feel like it would come to life or you didn't even see it yet. I think that once you started to work on this brand, like things started to flip internally for you and you had something to really work towards and strive towards. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to get into it, but that goes with some of my, some of my stronger beliefs. Um, I feel like you got to be one with the universe, one with God. Um, you do dirt, you get dirt, you do good, you do, you get great. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can't, you can't settle. I feel like if the thing is that you want, the things you're trying to manifest, you can't sit back and wait on them to just drop in your hands. You got to get out there and you got to work for it as well. Um, but you just can't be on no fuck shit. So that's one of my main beliefs, but we'll most definitely get into it on on another episode. But, man, you got anything else you want to add? Honestly, I think to close out tonight, honestly, I read a passage from a, a book that I read that has, like, a daily passage for each day. And it was about today. It was about accurate self-assessment. And I feel like that all comes back to everything that we talked on in this podcast today, being honest with, like, looking into yourself, what you're doing, how you're showing up, and really being honest with yourself and asking yourself what you need to change to become better, maybe what you need to eliminate, and really focusing on putting yourself in the best position to win going forward. I feel like that was pretty much the, the key message from this podcast. So I wanted to share that to close out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate you coming through early this morning. We in it. So have a good day. Before we wrap up, though, we got everybody here who's got to wish Zay a big happy birthday today as well to close out. Oh, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Man. But um, let everybody know where they can find you once again. Yeah, so you can find me at, you can actually go to um, website directly to sign up for kind of like my daily emails, which is at blake-fontana.com, or you can find me on YouTube, and you can just search Blake Fontana there, and you'll find me there as well. Indeed, indeed. Um, so like I've always said, man, the past uh, past three shows, man, since I've been back, man, it's a crazy world right now. Um, be safe, be you, stay trained, get to the websites. Get to the social handles, trainthebrand.com, train underscore LLC. Um, I'm there. Um, I'm not much on them, but you get to that website, I do got a comment box. Um, you can say whatever you want now, um, and we'll we'll conversate back. That's where I'm trying to be at more. Just like my man Blake. But <laughs> he gonna uh he gonna get me right, y'all. He gonna keep us right. But for damn sure, I appreciate all you, all of you. Um, once again, like, share, and subscribe. Get to it. Have a great day. That's it. Just got to pull on the piano.